Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the John Nasheed Show, a new mind development project focusing on issues of concern. Broadcasting from Orange County, New York, this is your host, John Nasheed, on Blog Talk Radio. We'd like to start with the name of God, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer. And peace be upon you all. Assalamu alaikum. And uh, welcome once again to our program. And this is the fourth part. We're speaking on a topic that Imam Marti Muhammad gave. Uh, and it's on Prophet Muhammad, the second coming of Christ Jesus. And uh, this is the fourth, and we're going to try to summarize a little, and then we try to conclude this week. There's four parts, and uh, I guess we could go on and on and on because there's so much content and so much thought that we give to, you know, what the Quran gives us, the life of Prophet Muhammad, and also our teacher, Imam Wati Muhammad, the late Imam Wati Muhammad. Uh, Christ Jesus and Prophet Muhammad both represents the word and the spirit of God, his light, his spirit, his truth. Jesus taught in symbolic language, and Prophet Muhammad came in the end as the last prophet to mankind, the seal of the prophets, to manifest Jesus' signs and declare understanding. Prophet Muhammad is the second coming of Christ Jesus, not in the body, but in the word and the spirit of the one God, the creator of all material. And uh, we'd like to, you know, just keep you in mind that this program is based on the teachings of uh, Imam Marthi Muhammad. Uh, I'm quite nasty with some comments from myself. And last week, in a few weeks, we spoke on you know, the content uh, topic, or really the content of it is the broken chain of monotheism. And, you know, we know that that's the work of Satan. Satan divides and he conquers. And, you know, the monotheist faith is kind of came with Abraham, Prophet Abraham, and Moses and Jesus and Muhammad. And if you can separate those four, then quite naturally you could separate mankind because most people on this planet Earth, they believe in some people have spiritual people. They believe in Abraham and religion. They might not have a specific religion of Moses and Jesus and Muhammad. And some of the biggest problems that we have on this planet Earth right now is in religion. And when we should be unified because God is one, his prophets is one, his revelation is one revelation you know, pass from one to the next, to the next, to the next. But he was successful in breaking the chain of monotheism. Satan broke the chain of human development. You know, human life should process along uh, those lines. So one prophet to the next prophet to the next prophet and being guided by the word of God uh, to his messengers. And quite naturally, Satan divides uh, so he can control, and that's what's really taking place and happening on this great planet Earth that we live on right now. Very serious problems. And when the prophet comes following, once that prophet is called back, 
then the following has a responsibility to deliver the message. We call it dawah, to invite people to God's way. And the most important thing for us as Muslims is the clarity, give the clarity of God in his oneness, that God is one, he has no partners, he has no associates, he begets not, nor is he begot. God was not born, nor does he cause birth. Is he a father that bring about birth? No. He is one, he, he is the only, he is invisible, we but can't see him, we can't put him in a container, but we know that he is a divine mind, a powerful mind, divine mind. And we understand him through his revelation, and we also understand God through his great creation. Uh, the second coming of Christ Jesus, <clears throat> coming to judge and condemn the wicked, the sinful. You know, keep that in mind that sometimes we see religion so passive. You know, it's just passive and, you know, something up in the sky and, you know, so beautiful. But God, Allah says that the second coming of Jesus is coming to judge and condemn the wicked. The wicked is not always going to have the upper hand on this earth. And we see that's taking place right now. You know, the sinful acts of people, how long could you get away with? He will also satisfy the burdened hearts and minds of those who held to the truth or held to the light of God. People who held on to truth, the people who kept their faith, God will remove the burdens from their hearts and from their minds. People are very troubled today. People of faith, people who are Jews, who are Christians, and who are Muslims, very, very troubled. And it appears as if the people of faith is carrying the burden and the sinful people, the wicked people, are the ones who have all of the joy. And we know that these things are artificial and superficial. They Allah God and teaches us the second coming of Jesus and he teaches us the responsibility we have to invite, to give clarity, to bring about the message. And we have that responsibility right now. And that's why I'm here on this radio attempting to impart what our leader, Imam Marathi Muhammad, has given us on the subject. He say, all the wicked, the second coming of Christ will condemn. They are the same that was condemned in the first coming of Christ. Same people. Like if Prophet Muhammad came as the second coming of Jesus, and Jesus came at first and was speaking in symbolic language, language that people wasn't clear to people. Prophet Muhammad came in the last to clarify that language. Actually, they both have the same mission. That's why he called the second coming of Jesus. And all of the prophets that God sent came with the same message to mankind. And he came as a responsibility from God coming to judge and condemn the wicked and to remove the burden on the hearts and the minds of the faithful. And that is Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him, coming to condemn the same type of wickedness that Jesus did. And we remember Jesus' one story that I recall that Jesus is 
throwing the money changes out of the temple. And we see that very clear today. We see it very, very clear. Actually, there was a law passed by the uh, Supreme Court that the big money people can invest or donate large amounts of money. I'm talking about millions and millions of dollars into selecting uh, the campaign to select political people. And quite nicely, if they put that kind of money, they're going to have an influence. And then before you know it, we're going to have the money changes sitting right in the masjid if they're not already in there. We know they're in the church and the temples because the scripture says, but we'll have them sitting right amongst us. So we have to be very concerned about what God gave us in Quran and also what he gave us in the Bible. And uh, quite naturally, God knows best. The wicked, the deceitful people, the deceitful, the liars, the crafty people, the greedy, the murderers, the enslavement of people, the, the hypocrites, the materialists, all of these kinds of people, the word of God, the clarity of his word in the Quran, but the clarity of it, the casting truth at the falsehood will eventually knock out the brain of falsehood and we will see the light of God right here on this planet Earth. I'm pretty certain that for me, it's very difficult for us to understand that, but nonetheless, this is God's way. Jesus pointed to the heavens, calling it, this is Imam Muharti Muhammad, giving us a very, very deep insight he said, Jesus pointed to the heavens, and the heavens, he's talking about the religious order at that time. And he said, the heaven, the earth was dark because the heavens were hypocrites. And these things, we have to think about these things. Just don't read it and let it go. He said, Jesus pointed to the heavens. And, you know, many of us are very spooky, and we're looking up in the sky is this to find the message that God wants, but the sky is a metaphor. He's saying that these uh, religious orders who have taken the people up into the heavens, you know, we say that when you die, you go to heaven, you look up in the sky. But we have a different understanding of that quite naturally. He said, Jesus pointed to the heavens and said the earth was dark because the heavens were hypocrites, meaning that the people who were teaching Religion at that particular time was giving uh, ignorant understanding to the masses of the people, and it kept the people on the earth in darkness. And most of the people, as far as religion is concerned today, are living a life of darkness. The established houses of worship has become houses of hypocrites. God took away their light and made their heaven dark. So we see ignorance. Ignorance is on earth. And how many times have we read in the Bible about darkness spreading on earth? How many times have we read in Scripture about the light and the dark? Is it talking about the physical light? Is it talking about the physical darkness? No, it's talking about the enlightenment of the intellect, and it's talking about the ignorance of the intellect. And we see the masses of the people that we experience today is living a life of ignorance. A man that smokes a cigarette is, a, is an ignorant person. You say, well, why, would he, why would a human being smoke a cigarette? 
person who drinks alcohol and beer, person who runs around chasing women, people, women who wear short uh, underwear, open in public, dress out and things of that nature. Total ignorance. But we have been programmed for so long by, by our religious leaders giving us the false idea of what prescribed for us that we don't even see any problem with things that are taken out of the true context that God desired for us. And what is the purpose of it? Control. And we see greed and materialism and all the rest of these kinds of things at the expense of human life. And these are servants of the shaitan or the Satan. People are working in the spirit of shaitan. You know, I had a young man say that we have to get out of these churches and these masses and get out in the street and warn the people, invite the people to what is right, the understanding of that true concept of God, that God is one. He has no partners. He has no associates. And probably the second coming of Jesus and Prophet Muhammad is coming to restore the light and run the hypocrites out of those places of worship, bring the light into the institutions that God established as far as the scripture is concerned. Very, very important. Imam Muhammad also said that the majority must speak from scripture and condemn the wicked. The book speaks against deceit, lies, craftiness, greed, murder, enslavement, hypocrisy, materialism. And these things are the order of the day. And the Quran, casting truth at this falsehood will knock out his brain. The Quran doesn't uh, uphold deceit and lies and craftiness. Brother can't come or sisters can't come to the masjid on Friday and pray and then go out in the evening or the next day and be deceitful, to be liars, to be and murderers and slavers of human beings, to be hypocrites and materialists. No. Actually, if that's the case, then you really don't have the religion. You are not a Muslim until you submit your will to do God's will. Right now, you struggle, but if you have a desire for these things, then you are not a Muslim until you put those things down and submit your will to do God's will. Very important for our understanding. The Christian establishment have gone after, and we're not talking about the established Christian order that Jesus came and bought in his time. We're talking about the establishment of this false understanding of Christianity. The Christian establishment have gone after the weak, uneducated, pride, shackled their arms and hands, or arms and legs for their benefit. And we see that picture, too, of Jesus on a cross, nailed to the cross, his arms and his, his legs, meaning him being, him being inactive. And that's a metaphorical picture also that we have to understand. But we also see mankind nailed to a cross, his arms and his legs. And he's not walking and he's not carrying out his actions and activities for the pleasure of God, he is an actor in the way of God. So we say, show us the straight way. And once a human being finds that straight path, then he's in the service of God. 
and the straight path is when that individual human being began to live the nature that God created them in. That's the straight path. Not, it's not that you have to do a lot of religious-type things, these ritual things that people call this religion, but the religion is when the human being lives in accordance to his nature. That's his mode of prayer, just like the lion and the tiger. As long as they're living in accordance with how God created them, then they are in worship. And quite nicely, God knows best. As for us descendants of slaves in America, we identify with that history, the slave history, the chattel slave history, plantation, living on the plantation, working for the slave master. And if it was not for us fighting and risking our lives for 70 years, he's talking about the history of Islam established in these United States of America from Farad Muhammad, 1930, to Imam Warki Muhammad, 2008. He said we will still be in mental and spiritual shackles right now. It wasn't immigrant Muslims who came to this country and established Islam from amongst us. It was our own history, from Farad Muhammad all the way to Imam Elijah Muhammad to Imam Warthi Muhammad. It was us with God's help, and we thank God for that. A lot of people are disturbed by that. We have a lot of problems with people who are really disturbed for the fact that we said an African-American was able to understand the word of God in Quran, also in the Bible, and teach the people. First of all, bring them out of the darkness of ignorance and bring them to the light of the Quran and in our history teach them what God desires for us in the Quran. A serious problem with that. Many African-Americans, but they cannot take claim because history is true. We have the history. As a matter of fact, we have the history, but we don't preach it. The problem is we do not preach the history. Many of us were under the leadership of the Nation of Islam, under the leadership of Imam Warthi Muhammad, but you would think that we were under the leadership of Arabs because we don't come out of the darkness of ignorance. You know, we're in the dark, you know, because our leadership, the heavens is in the, in the heavens, they have created darkness on the earth because of the ignorance. But when we put our complete trust in God and God alone, then quite naturally we're going to be successful. The Quran preaches against withholding knowledge from people. No special knowledge, no secret orders, no special people, so-called special people that God only blessed with the truth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he blesses whomsoever he wills. So if we have a little black raisin-head man in North America that God desire that he want to bless, then quite nicely he blessed him. We know he blessed him because we know where we were in that darkness, and we know that the message brought us to the light. And if he desired to bless you or me or whoever he desired to bless, he blesses whomsoever he wills. So the Quran preaches against withholding any knowledge of the Quran, any insight that we have. We should teach it. It's a responsibility. And a good teacher teaches 
the people to be better than him. Because sometimes an older individual teacher goes as far as he can go, and he gives everything he has to the child so that child can get what he has and establish himself as a base and then go out and acquire more knowledge. That's how we grow on earth. We are are a community, and we have to teach as if we're teaching in community for the benefit of community. Darkness or ignorance have covered the world today, and man has become silent because he don't know what to say. He don't know what to say. Sometimes we say, well, why, why isn't man speaking out? Why is he hollering out from the mountaintop? Well, if you didn't study the, the message to be hollered out, how are you going to holler out? Because you don't know what to say. You've just been wrestling around with rituals and false concepts and things of that nature. But people are not looking for baby knowledge today. They're looking for insight. You know, you, the Bible speaks about the tree. The Quran speaks about the tree. And we don't have enough knowledge to speak about the insight of what that tree truly represents. And the people are going to be sick and tired of us because they came out of ignorance. And when you say that the book or the Quran is the book of light, then we should be given insight into the, the message of God, the, the, the revelation of God, not just the literal reading of the revelation. The people nowadays are looking for insight. Darkness or ignorance have covered the whole world, and man has become silent because we do not know what to say. We live in a world today polluted with filth and ignorance. These things must be addressed. Why are we in religion if we are not addressing what Christ Jesus addressed in the beginning? Why are we in the religion if we're not addressing what Prophet Muhammad gave us in the Quran? He said he came to condemn and judge the wicked and put things right and make things right. God has blessed our follower. God has blessed one follower of Prophet Muhammad with more of the light of understanding. And quite nasty, we sit under teachers and we sit under teachers for the benefit of conveying that message. He says, uh, the more understanding that we have, then the more we have to cast that particular truth at falsehood until we knock out the brain of falsehood. Very important. Knowledgeable person. God said that he's the best thing, the greatest thing that he ever created was the intellect. Uh, uh, intelligent man, a uh, uh, man of intellect is far greater than an ignorant person because that was the purpose, the Khalifa. He is uh, intellect, and he acquires knowledge for the benefit of moving mankind forward, taking him out of the world of Jahaliyyah, the world of darkness and ignorance, and bringing him to where God desires for him to be. But we say, well, why don't God just change the man? Because God gave us free will. You can change us any time you get ready if he so desire. But he didn't desire. He wanted us to accept it within our own free will. So that's why the process is so gradual, because it's on us. 
as our understanding grows bigger and bigger by the grace of God, by the grace of Allah, our focus grows bigger and bigger. Our focus widens to take in more light. The understanding, that's why understanding is so important. As our understanding grows bigger and bigger by the grace of Allah, our focus grows bigger and bigger. Our focus widens to take in more light. Light is knowledge, not just any kind of knowledge. It's knowledge, enlightened knowledge, understanding. The devil has covered the world with hell and confusion. And he's not doing anything wrong because that's what he's that's what he does. <laughs> and I recall a hadith where it mentions that in the end the devil or Satan or Satan, he he said, God is God, he's he's gonna call him God too. But, uh, charge me with what I've done. Please don't charge me with what mankind have done. He said because all I have done was invited them and they accepted out of their own free will. I have not the power to force them to do anything. Now, that's the devil bailing out. He's taking his weight, but he's not going to take your weight. So all of the drugs and alcohol and murders and whatnot that mankind committed, Satan's not taking that weight. He said he only invited them to do wrong, and they accepted. So Jesus, the light of truth, Christ Jesus, the second coming of this light of truth called Jesus is Muhammad. The light, the second coming of the same light of Jesus Christ from God, the light of God. Muhammad said, there will come a time where you see him and Christ Jesus as one. And remember, we're not talking about physical or physical Jesus, physical Muhammad but we're talking about the light or the work that they are performing. You see them in that, in what they represent in Scripture, the Word and the Spirit of God. And we see right now, many of us see right now, we see the, 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 the Word of God and the Spirit of God rising up on the earth. When you see young men and young women standing up and speaking the truth from Quran, not having the fear of the influences of Satan. And when you see the kind of spirit that that word is brought out, it's, it's different. Just say something and then say it with a certain kind of spirit. You say, well, God is in that person. <laughs> and then the person take another look and they say, God is in that person. And before you know it, the word in the spirit is attracting that person to submit his will to do God's will. And what is the person who does that submit his will to do God's will. We call it Muslim. It's just like a, a person who is Christ-like. Christ-like person is a Muslim. Why? Because both submit their will to do God's will. And that's very important for our understanding. This is why the devil set out to break the chain of the prophets. His intent was to put out the light of truth, and that was his whole mission, and he put it out, and then we see the light is on. Matter of fact, the light has been turned back on, 
Imam Warthi Muhammad up in White Plains, New York at a convention. I believe it was in the 90s, 99, I believe. And uh, the topic for that convention for that whole weekend was the light is on. And we didn't understand it at that time, but I understand it very, very clear that we were living in a world of darkness, a world that was run by hypocrites, and now we see that the heavens have become lit up. <laughs> and if the heavens are lit, meaning the religious order, then quite naturally the earth is going to be lit up. So we thank you once again for uh, tuning in on this program. Four parts. We have definitely more to, to, that we can speak about, but uh, I won't be on next week. I'll be on the following week, and we'll have a different topic. So may God bless you all and your family. And I also like to say, give our prayers and our, our heart feelings for the soldiers that have been shot down in Texas and fought good. And may God bless their family, and may God bring us peace on this great planet Earth. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ameen.